Hello, girls and boys, women and men. Please welcome to Reflex Knee Journey and Reflection Journey Podcast. Is this a boxing event or something? How are you doing? No matter what reason bringing you here, it is my honor to welcome you and see you again. And yes, you heard it right, again. I reproduced my channel and planned for something more serious, I mean the content. Well, what is Reflexny Journey and Reflection Journey? It is curated with the purpose of sharing the reflective idea of mine on things or events that happened around me, like books I read, songs I listened to, people I met, story, movies, history news, well, many things. And you know, it is my thing to think about what happens and start reflecting my idea deeply in it. And that's how they change the input to output, which is a part of my learning process. And I love that process. I love my learning process. It's like the experiment. And it's fun to see the results which always surprise me. And during a reflection time, there were so, so many ways you could learn from it and you will realize you're learning when you do it yourself, believe me. To make this simple, you have to digest things when you eat, right? And that should be the same process when you read or see or hear. And nowadays, information is everywhere. And 24 hours parenting to you since you wake up to you go to bed, and not every information came to you is useful. Sorry, but it's true. Not everything is useful, important to your life, or even real. So, digest information. And then, your body and soul will be fed and grow strongly and beautifully in the way that you are happy with. Personally, I firmly believe in a reflection process. As I mentioned in the introduction episode, it is my everyday experiment. And what about you? Do you have your own experiment? What experiment are we going to have in this episode? Um, it's something legendary. This is your clue. It's a book. B-O-O-K, book. The author's first name begins with P and last name begins with C. Mm, you got it? Okay, let me keep going. The Shepherd, The Omen, Pyramid, Treasure, Language of the World, Personal Legend. Any idea came to your mind? Okay, let me tell you. The book is, is, is. Before I tell you, let's take a look at my little unprofessionally no reference study that I made. In this stage, there are three types of people categorized by me based on their experiences with the book. First, the shepherd. If you know which book this is, that means you know the secret about the language of the world and I hope you're getting closer to your treasure little by little. And the second group is the crystal merchant. 
if you heard about it but never read it, um, maybe you ask whoever read it, and if that person tells you to read or not to read or what, that's your omen. And by reading the book, I learned from the merchant that never stop at dreaming because your dream is not a destination. You know what it is. And the last group is a soldier at a military camp. You never read, you never heard of it, and you are the type of people who are so brave, so determined, I guess. And you never believe anything so easily, and you need proof. Um, what if you never have a chance to see proof ever in your life? Is it such a pity in case you miss something great that could happen to your life like reading this masterpiece? Listen to this. Go find one and read. Anyway, you don't have to believe me. I'm just a chapter who dares enough to speak with a soldier in a military camp. Now, I tell you, the book I am speaking of is... is... The Alchemist! Experiment 1 And now, the result of reflecting experiment by reading the book The Alchemist revealed for the first time in forever. I've picked three best scenes I have gone through the reflection process. Actually, I love all pages and scenes, but I don't want to bore you fast since the first episode of my podcast. So, I picked three. Just three. And what's the first one? This is it. I don't know if any of you who read remembered this part. It's why the chaplet boy was sitting on a stone and thinking about the meaning of love without ownership and the things between him and Fatima, a woman of the desert he found in the Oasis camp and had a feeling for it. He saw a pair of hawks and followed them and tried to read their movement. He suddenly had an image of an army riding into the oasis. He needed to tell someone about this. And then he ran back to the oasis and found a camel driver. It was the conversation between the boy, the camel driver, and the seer, who is believed to be able to read the past and forecast the future. The seer said, when people consult me, it's not that I'm reading the future. I am guessing at the future. The future belongs to God, and it is only He who reveals it under extraordinary circumstances. How do I guess at the future? Based on the omens of the present. The secret is here in the present. If you pay attention to the present, you can improve upon it. And, if you improve on the present, what comes later will also be better. Forget about the future and live each day according to the teachings, confident that God loves His children. Each day in itself brings with it an eternity. Guys, the quote is so neat. Classic. Fabulous, I'd say. I can't believe it remains true until now. I mean, the first published version was Podgates in 1988 or something. 
correct me in your mind if I'm wrong, because because it is true. No matter how many years later are, it always kills. The seer is so right. I'm impressed with what he said. You want better future. You improve your present. True. You want to learn and know about your future before it comes, so you can prepare yourself or prevent it if it is unpleasant. There's no such thing. What will only happen is you suffer before it occurs. Try to think about your life. Have you ever wanted to know about your future to prepare yourself for it, but ended with suffering harder? Is this true or not? The seer told us the secret since 1988 when it was born. Yet neither some of you. The secret of the bright future is here in the present. Make your present better. Live each day with confidence in what you believe in. And mine is God, and I'm Christian. Bring with it an eternity. You conquer. You run the world. You own it, and you deserve it. What is the second one that I like? Answer. It is when the boy was trying to speak with his heart about fear, searching of dreams and desires. It was great that the boy finally understood his own heart, but there was a process of achieving that. It doesn't sound like you want to understand it, and then you do. The boy even thought that his heart is a traitor, thinking of something suffering himself. The alchemist then told the boy that means your heart is alive. When I was reading to that part, and I was like, "Hell、mm, yeah!" I myself sometimes forgot that a heart is not just only beating to be sure that you are breathing and alive physically. Many people are physically alive, but their souls are dying. That is very sad. I suddenly realized that I want to keep the soul of my heart alive and healthy. I do not want a heart stroke for sure, and I do not want to have my heart and soul broken invisibly with me being unconscious about it. When I say keeping your soul and heart alive, I mean it. Feel yourself, feel other people, hear yourself, and hear other people. Hurt each other less and be more kind. You were born with pure heart. You live with kind heart. And then you should die with eternity in your heart. Wow! I said that. Claimed. I want all of you realize this too. Keep your heart and soul alive. You are not living alone. It is living with you. Of course, it hurts sometimes because life is not easy and chill. But that's it. It's life, and you are living. There are more than millions of possibilities that could happen to your life in one day or even every single minute. Such possibilities could be positive, negative, easy, or difficult to handle. Whatever. Remember, this is you and your beloved soul. You might understand this right now, like how the boy was dying to understand his own heart. But take your time. He takes his time to understand his own heart. There is no drive through for understanding your heart, and you can order it from anywhere but inside yourself. Embrace all that happened. Set yourself to be ready for when you really understand your heart, and when it is quiet, you wait. When it speaks, you listen. Be humble. Remember, be humble. 
when you and your heart become one, I think you are ready for your own travel to Pyramid. Here we come to the last part that I selected to share with you today. That is, when the boy was beaten and attacked by the Arab guys because they wanted his money, he told the attackers that he was digging for treasure and about that he had a recurrent dream of finding treasure at the pyramid. He was left almost dying that night. Before they left, one of the guys told the boy that he also had a recurrent dream about the treasure, but. He wasn't stupid enough to believe it to travel across the desert just to find a treasure at a ruined church where shepherds and their sheep slept in Spain, and then they left. When the boy heard that, he laughed, because he knew where the treasure was now. It's his home. What does it mean? He traveled from home across the desert. Having advantageous experiences, which no one would ever have, just to be attacked by the Arab guys in front of the pyramid, and tell where the treasure was, which was where he lived before. Which was his home. Then he left. He was grateful for his journey and everyone he met, the alchemist, the tribesmen, the king, his love, etc. Speaking of the plot of this story, I was really impressed. I swear that I never thought it would be twisted at the end. Clap for Paulo. And more than that, it's the character of the boy who is not even angry at whomever told him to travel to Pyramid for finding the treasure, which actually is where he lived before he traveled. Moreover, he was grateful for everything he went through. I respect the character. I myself try to be grateful for everything in my life, even though it is bad event. But sometimes I still be emotional and feel sad and angry for what happened to me, or even be angry at people sometimes. I'm a human. It's I understand that it's emotional intelligence that you have to learn to control how you deal with the situation and your own emotion and feeling. And after I finished the book, I told myself—I mean, I promised to myself—to be grateful for everything and try to deal with what happened in my life better than I was capable of. Even though it is bad, there is always something to learn from. I believe so. Something might be people you have met in life, story you have heard, and situation you have been through. Learn from all lessons and be grateful. Yes, those are all three scenes I love so so much. And what about you? If you never read it, buy one. It's worth. And after you read the book, what have you got? Try the reflection experiment with yourself or with friends. Or I would be so happy if you want to reflect what you've got with me. Maybe start with asking yourself these questions. First, have you found a way to live your life to fullest every day? Second, have you learned how to understand your heart and keep it alive? 
And the last question: Have you managed to be grateful for even bad things happen to your life? It's time to say goodbye. I talk too much. Thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for what is coming in the next episode. Thank you, and remember, live your present, keep your heart alive, and be grateful. Bye bye.